Hi, everyone. Mitch from PickDogs.com here with Chris and Rod. It is Monday, May 29th, 2023, here with your live show. We're live seven days a week, 365 days a year. We got a full schedule today. Well, not full all the way. We've got a dozen Major League Baseball games. We've got NBA basketball and NHL. Chris, set the tone for us. How's it going today? I'm doing well, doing well. You know, not the best day yesterday. The car was a little bit tough on me, but you know what? New week, new day. Like you said, it's a great card today. Most exciting words in sports, game seven. I'm, I'm looking forward to tonight's game. How about you, Rod? How's it going? Going good, going good. Sorry, I missed yesterday's morning show. Some technical difficulties. I couldn't get anything internet on the road. Yeah, that's how it's on a Sunday. It was tough. Tried to get in there and get it, and I couldn't get in. Couldn't try it over and over and over. It just gets frustrating. So behind the scenes frustration, you would have seen it yesterday. But uh, one on one day yesterday for me, uh, hit my twenty dollar play. Looking forward to uh, starting a nice week. Loving today's uh, three games. Definitely uh, looking forward to the night's game. There's a few gay day games here. Some pictures back uh, we haven't seen uh, this season at all. Uh, looking forward to uh, check out Soroka from the Braves. We haven't seen him in a couple couple seasons, so. I'm looking forward to see how he's doing. Of course, everyone at Pick Dogs family knows that uh, technical difficulties is uh, code for shit your pants. Um, got it. <laughs> I, 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 I think I sent a message that had something to do with Schmidt. Clark <laughs> Schmidt. <laughs> I, I still stand by the uh, the suggestion from the suggestion box. We got to put a camera on Rod whenever he's getting frustrated. <laughs> the, camera might not, the camera might not make it out alive, but we got <laughs> I would probably forget the camera was there. <laughs> you'd probably get some good, you'd get some good, good, good frustration. Uh, curse. We'd have it. We'd have it on the video for sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is a good schedule. You know, it's uh, that's for sure. It's always nice. Happy Memorial Day to everybody in the U.S. Happy. I think Memorial Day is the day that we thank everyone who gave their lives for our country. What it's all about. Yep. I've been on the phone all morning, so I'm still working on my premium picks. Hate that. I would like to be done by now. But um, got hockey. It's the Stars and the uh, Vegas. This is a series that looked to be over and uh, not so over yet. Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I like the under here. Uh, I also like this game to go to overtime as well. I think it's still sitting around plus 300, but, you know, this is starting to see the other uh, games get a little bit more chippy, a little bit more low scoring. I know last game did finish 4-2, to two, but it was a 2-2 game well into the third period uh, before Ty Delandria uh, broke things open. And you know, I think this is still going to be another tight game. Wouldn't be surprised if this was 3-2, to two, maybe even 2-1. to one. 
like I said, I really like overtime in this game. Um, it's going to be a tight game with, you know, obviously Vegas not wanting to allow game seven and Dallas wanting to not have their season end. So give me uh, give me the under and uh, lean towards overtime as well in this one. Rod, how about you? Yeah, I agree. You look at the first five uh, games of the series, and uh, we're four and one to that uh, under uh, in, in the first five. And uh, now we're in Dallas for this one, and uh, Dallas is eight and zero to the under in their last uh, eight at home here. And I think that's what we get. I think we can see a two-one final, and uh, I definitely like that. Uh, sprinkle a little on overtime because uh, we've seen a few times in this series, and uh, I think these teams are that close that uh, we definitely can see overtime again. So definitely uh, take the under, though. I like the two-one final score. I'm taking Vegas in this one. I'm gonna roll with Vegas, uh, close it out. And, uh, you know, good for the stars for extending things and all that kind of good stuff. But um, I think right now, uh, I think it's Vegas time. I think they put them away. Whether that be in regulation, overtime, over, under, sideways, kick save, beauty, whatever. High pole. What? Five hole. Five hole. Could be the five hole. Oh, five hole. Yep. Holiday weekend here in the U.S. I actually went out for, uh, you know, because the early games, everything was over. And actually, there was, actually went out last night for a walk. It was crazy. It's like, wow. <laughs> the whole world out here. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. It's like, man, this is this is weird. My wife's like, we should go out for a walk. Yeah, I actually can do that. <laughs> All my shows are ending, you know. This is Maisel, last episode on Friday. Great last episode. Um, Ted Lasso, last episode coming up this week. And uh, it's the last episode of Barry last night on HBO. Not, not, not the happy ending we were looking for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you watch a show about an assassin. And I guess you're not going to get that ending you were looking for. <laughs> you have to always brace yourself. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I think Barry... Um, is one of the of all the shows like because Ted Lasso and Miss Maisel and some of these other ones, um, Yellowstone and you know, Better Call Saul and some of these other ones have really gotten such accolades. Really good. I think I come from a generation where there was always a lot of good shows. You know, <laughs> Bob Newhart, Mary Tyler Moore, Mash, and Happy Days, and you know, Good Times, and you know, Jeffersons, and All in the Family, and. You know, there's so many good shows. I mean, that just scratches the surface on, on them. And, you know, we went into an era where there's so many bad shows, right? Where it's like this whole cable oh. generation where it's like everything kind of like this mismatched cable, everything got segregated out. And then occasionally there'd be a Seinfeld in there, you know? And now it's like every other outlet has kind of found their own way where HBO has their own shows now, you know? And, you know, like The Sopranos was a, was a big one. Um, and, you know, Showtime has had some great shows now, too. And, you know, Apple TV has great shows like Ted Lasso and Amazon, Ms. Measle, and, you know, so on. But um, 
Yeah, I think Barry kind of got lost in the shuffle there, man. I love it. Half hour show. Got comedy, violence, everything all wrapped into one. Suspense. Nice. And Henry Winkler, of course. <laughs> I know the big one last night was Succession. I thought that's what you were going to say. No, I don't. I don't. I never got into that one. I watched like the first season of it, and I was kind of like, eh. Isn't the whole the premise of the show when I watched it, when, you know, the first season? Because what happened is I got out of um, well, Shameless was a great show, right? And then we had um, on HBO we had um, or on Showtime, Billions, right? Yeah. But then once Bobby Axelrod left Billions, the show lost its way, so I tuned out. You know, after he left, I tried watching two episodes. Was Billions one with Paul Giamatti? Yeah. Okay. okay. So Bobby Axelrod left, right? His car- character yeah. left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah, tried yeah. to like carry it on or whatever. It just wasn't. It's just not the same show. So I stopped watching it. You know. Okay. Yeah, I never watched an episode of Succession. I just know that that's what everybody. But was Succession, about I just never really, really found my way with it because I just think that I watched the first season or so, and it isn't the whole show. The premise was like, who's going to succeed the father as the head of the company? Yeah, I think so. It's like this inner family battle of these uninteresting characters. <laughs> there were there were bets being placed on it last night. <laughs> but isn't there like, um, well, I mean, there's bets being placed on everything. But there's, you know. I know. But... I mean, let's face it. We've all bet on, you know, how many mushrooms <laughs> we're going to get on our pizza. It's like, not that we don't have a problem. We just like to be entertained. The, he, I did the pepperoni how many pepperonis are they going to give us on this pepperoni pizza? <laughs> for, for entertainment purposes only. <laughs> right. So weird. Right? But I didn't see that succession. They were all betting away. I was like, what is this? I'm like, I oh, can't bet that. I don't even know who's. I'm like, I haven't watched one episode. There's no way I can bet that. <laughs> I don't like succession. It's just not one of my shows. I just, I just couldn't. I don't. I never found myself with it. You know, it's just. I don't like the whole idea of it. Some rich family, right? And it's like, the brother. It's like all these. We've seen all these characters before. The entitled one, the the drug addict one, right? The crazy one, and then you know the bitchy sister, right? These are the characters. I haven't seen the show in years, but these are the characters, right? It's the same. We've seen all these before. It's kind of, how about if we took a series, took all these characters that we see all the time? And, oh, you mean... It's just the storyline changes. Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of like, I mean, there's been a hundred movies on, on this subject. You know, I die, everyone has to stay in the same room together for a month. You know, the last person, everyone leaves the room, they don't. They get cut out of the will. Brewster's millions, right? He's got to spend $3 yeah. million dollars and then... Forty million. That was a good movie. Of course, Richard Pryor, great movie. (laughs) Buys a baseball team. He buys a baseball team. (laughs) The best scene in that was the best scene in that was he buys like the rare priceless stamp, and they're like, "Oh, here it is." He's bought something of value, and then he mails them. They get the letter in the mail. It's canceled on the letter, the stamp, rare stamp. My favorite part of Barry the last few weeks was, you know, the last two weeks is when they pitched Henry Winkler that they were going to do his story, a movie, and, like, in order to trap him, you know, like, because he wouldn't fall for it or whatever, he's like, I don't want to do it, I don't want to do it. 
Daniel Day-Lewis is going to come out of retirement to play your part. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm in. <laughs> it's like, uh, I guess you have to see it, but it's kind of like, it's very funny. His ego. We're going to get Mark Wahlberg to play Barry. I'll have to check the show out. Yeah, it's, it's a, I think it's a good one. It's only a half hour, you know, so it's like a lot of action in a half hour. And there's it's like really clever. You know, Bill Hader. So really, really clever. Definitely, I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I, I liked it. To watch. I'll miss. We've been watching uh, Mayor of Kings Kingstown. What we've been watching. We finished the first season. It's actually pretty good. Not bad. Jeremy Renner. I like Mrs. Maisel. I thought that was pretty good. Mad Men was another good yeah. show. I think Mad Men and Miss Maisel, like that same era shows. Anyways, I was like, let's check out the furniture in those shows. That's <laughs> no, always really cool because it, it's a good set designer, you know? It's like they have mm-hmm. really good period pieces. But if you never notice this, like on these TV shows, it doesn't matter what show it is. The clothes that these people are wearing are like the designer highest end stuff. And the same thing, like, with the furniture that's in these scenes, it's, like, the highest-end stuff. The props, like, really high, high-end. Oh, yeah. Anyways, speaking of high-end, got baseball going on. <laughs> Orioles, Guardians, Tigers, Rangers, Cardinals, gosh, against the uh, Royals, Chris... Yeah, I'm gonna take the. I know I'm gonna try. Um, I'm gonna take the under between uh, the uh, the Cardinals and the uh, the Royals. I know under ten with Adam Wainwright with how he's pitched so far seems a little bit far fetched for the Cardinals. They scored three runs or less in five straight games. Um, the Royals scoring has been an issue for them. I know it's, it looks like a bullpen game with Josh Stomont making his first start ever. Um, but I, I just think it's going to be a bit of a lower scoring t- game. I think 10 is just too many, even if it's one-sided. I can easily see like a 6-2 to two kind of game here. So I'm, I'm going to go with the under 10 uh, Cardinals-Royals. Exciting pick for everybody. Rod, what do you got? Now for me, I'm going to go with uh, going with Detroit Tigers here at home. That's a nice price you're getting on uh, Detroit here. Nathan Eovaldi guy. Uh, and he's had a really good season in Texas, 7-3 uh, in the last 10. But Detroit, 6-4 and four at home. Uh, all the values here on Detroit to uh, get the win. And that's what I'm going to go with. Give me the uh, Detroit Tigers uh, over Texas. That's the early one. I like Boyd. Give me Boyd. That leaves me with the Orioles. That leaves you with the Orioles, yeah. All right, I'll take the Orioles. No problem. Orioles money line for me. Um, I mean, they're the far better team in this one. I just don't think the Guardians have the bats. Get it done. I don't think they have the pitching staff that they you know, that they generally have either. Chris, what's up with Tristan McKenzie? I know he's due back. Soon. He's one of our guys. Uh, he's one of our guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he's due back. Oh, let me let me see if I can find something. I know he was on these the sixty day injury list. I thought I saw by the All Star break he was back. They could really use him. 
Kristen Ken. He was like he's, really he finding. Be, oh, himself. he could be. He logged a rehab assignment. Excuse me, started a rehab assignment. Could likely get one more start under his belt before returning to the majors. If all goes well, he could be back by the end of the month. Two point nine six ERA last season. One hundred ninety strikeouts. Yeah, last last year was the sort of the start of the breakout year for McKenzie. Something that we predicted all along. Really nice set of games there. Got the Cubs up against the Rays. Diamondbacks and the Rockies. And Astros versus Twins. I see London, I see Pants, I see JP, JP, France. Works. Still works. Different, different player, still works. Same, same result. Yeah. You got to switch off Pants and France. Yeah. We're, you know, that's what we do, Chris. We're doers. We make it happen. <laughs> I was going to a lot of people would say, "No, nah, I, I can't do that. It doesn't really work because France is the uh, has to go to this place." And no, it doesn't. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't. Rod, what do you think of these guys? Well, these ones, uh, it, it does kind of work because uh, I see London, I see France, I see JP uh, getting JP. pants uh, in in Houston. Um, his lone start that he had at home this season, uh, he's got the uh, rock. He had a nice 14, point e, 14 ERA at home uh, this season in, in his lone start. And uh, I, I like Gray uh, on the mound, 4-0, 1.82 ERA, 1.2 whip. He is the better pitcher in this uh, game here, uh, the starting pitcher-wise anyways. And you look, when it comes later into this game, both of these uh, teams, top two in the uh, MLB in defense, Holding teams to 3.74 is the Twins and uh, Astros 3.53. So I lean to an under as well, but I'm going to take the Twins and the plus money to uh, come into Houston and win game one of this series. Obviously, Rod takes a day off. He's forgotten everything he's ever knew about anything. Francis is like super high ceiling. Something crazy. He does, but uh, the last time I, we bet him, he lost. He got passed. Well, just what I said, and I took him in against him. I went against him then, we won. I'm going to go against him here again. Try for uh, second straight against JP. He's doing better on the road than he has at home. Got to get roughed up a little before you uh, start uh, becoming the ace. It's like that famous movie line. World needs ditch diggers too. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna take the Rays against the Cubs. I don't like the way the Cubs are playing, except uh, except betting against them. I mean, they've been terrible, and you're up against a Rays team that's absolutely red hot. I know Stroman has actually pitched really well, but that's not enough. You know, um, not gonna be enough. I mean. If you can get pounded by the Cincinnati Reds at home, you sure as hell can lose to the Tampa Bay Rays at home. Um, I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Rays. Chris? This is with the, uh, this is the NL West game, Diamondbacks-Rockies. They're going to go with the Diamondbacks in the run line. 
Uh, Carl Kaufman looked absolutely terrible. Carl, uh, sounds, his... That sounds like a TV show sitcom character. <laughs> yeah. no. Carl Kaufman. <laughs> yeah, he sounds like, sounds like a TV lawyer. Yeah, he does. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I'm going to go with... Your enthusiasm. Uh... I'm going to go see Carl Kaufman. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go with the uh, I'm gonna go with the Diamondbacks. You know, they haven't been hitting righties all that well in the uh, in the last couple of weeks, 20th in team OPS. But I still think that you know between these two, Ryan Nelson, just the better pitcher. Um, the Rockies have been uh, playing fairly well at home, and I just like I said, I just trust this uh, this Arizona lineup one through nine a lot more than I do Colorado's in this spot. So give me uh, give me the Arizona Diamondbacks in the run line. I think uh, Kaufman has another bad start, and uh, the Diamondbacks take advantage here. No, we're on the new segment now. Oh. And then it'll be you. A whole new segment. So there's five, so I don't know how you're going to split it up. <laughs> we do all five. This is what we do. <laughs> I know. Giants, Pirates, A's, Braves, and White Sox, Angels. Going with the White Sox against the Angels. I know Rod is a canning guy. Canning, 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 canning. But I'm going to go with Kopech here. So I believe, like you know, the pitchers that Rod puts down on a constant basis, he's been touched up a few times in his career. And uh, not in a WNBA way, but in, you know, touched up as far as being the bats, you know, getting to him. But I think that, um, you know, Kopech has that really high ceiling. And I think that, uh, I think he gets it done here. I'm going to take the, uh, I'm going to take the White Sox. He's definitely improving. So, see, you got to get I didn't get ask opinion. I was given mine. This is a one-sided discussion. <laughs> unless, you're in, unless you're in our comments. Unless you're in our comments, your opinion doesn't matter. You took you, you took Sonny Gray against France. All, all, all privileges. All credibility was lost. Yeah, all privileges. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the Atlanta Braves on the run line. Uh, I, I just I think that yes, it's Michael Soroka's first start in in pretty much three years, but you know I still think him coming back is gonna be you know a, a big boost to this uh, to this Braves team. Not that they need one, but you know it's just it's just another advantage that the uh, the Braves will have over the Oakland A's. The A's now 11 losses in a row. Just uh, not a great look for the uh, for the Oakland A's here. And uh, Paul Blackburn. Last time we saw Blackburn on the mound last season, he was getting lit up. Uh, a nine point, a nine plus ERA across his last five starts to close out his twenty twenty two season. Um, I think the uh, think the Braves get to Blackburn again here. I'm going to take the Braves on the run line. I'm taking the A's in that one. I think this is the game that they break through. Braves coming off a late night game, traveling all the way across the country. This is the spot. Soroka coming back. <laughs> you say Soroka, I say Soraka.
What a day yesterday trying to keep it going. Wow. Someone finally won one? Hey. <laughs> finally won one? Here to, here to brag about it. <laughs> wow. The funny thing is, on a day like yesterday, I had such a bad day, but it was like I still did okay. I ended up losing like 15 bucks. Like, I got killed but the way that i bet you know because my betting style and i went over this with mills after the after the show yesterday i went over my bets from saturday with mills yesterday explained to him how i bet because he's like i don't understand how you do it or whatever and i was explaining it to him and i'm like because like you know the reds game against the cubs and you know the cubs i had the reds on the money line plus 155 i'm always going for the value i rarely lay odds rarely at all my regular betting. I'll always either take the run line or the um, alternate run line on a fav- on a dog, you know, or I'll just take the, the plus odds, but I rarely lay odds. So like, even when I have a bad day, like I had yesterday on my betting, I ended up, I lost 26 bucks, even though I hardly hit any games at all. Like if I look at yesterday's games, here are my bets. Wow. So here's so yesterday I had I had the Marlins against the Angels. That one I just had the money line. I had the Diamondbacks against the Red Sox. I laid the run line on that one. It was plus one seventy two. And then I had the Yankees on the run line against the Padres. That one paid. And then I had the I had I don't even know who I had here. It looks like I had the Guardians against the Cardinals. Did they win? I think they did. Plus one twenty three on that yeah, one. Yeah, the one yesterday. Yeah. I actually won almost all my games yesterday. How did I lose 26 bucks? San Francisco Giants against the Brewers. I lost, but they were favored, and I had laid the run line, so I only lost even money on that. Anyways, that's weird. Okay. I thought I lost. $9,145.70. This account. I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't touch this. Still, my halftime betting. This is my halftime betting account from left over from football season. With Jay Briggs. <laughs> I'm doing those halftime shows. This is the account that I use for that. I love doing that. I had fun with Jay. Jay like always. Jay Jay pushes the panic button, which makes it fun. That day, that that Eagles Cowboys game on his birthday. That was like the war that halftime. <laughs> they were losing by like sixty. Like, gonna come back, man. Cash that second half. Money line. That's what they want you to do. They want you to sometimes overreact. Of know. course. That's why we cool. kill it on halftime. We kill halftime. <laughs> kill it. Where are we at? Where are we? 
My turn. And we're going to do in the uh, Pittsburgh and the uh, Giants. So uh, I'm going to go with the Pirates here. Uh, we're rich all on the mound. He's having a not bad season. But uh, as uh, Mitch has always stated a few times, I've heard him say this, that uh, when the Giants are off of a road trip, their first game back at home always fade them because they're awful. And it turns out they're 17-36 in their last 53 following a uh, seven-day or more road trip. So give me the Pirates here uh, over the Giants in game one. I don't make this stuff up. I watch it with my eyes. But the thing is that most of those road trips, it's a night game that they return home from. So it's like they get home at 3 in the morning or something. It wasn't the case this time. I wonder what they are returning from home on the day game. Yeah, I'm not sure. I just know it's 17 to 36, the last 53, following a seven-day, a week-long road trip. Chris, get your foot off the boat. I don't have to stat whether the day, whether it's a day game or a night game. I'd have to go dig a little up, dig a little more to find that number. All right, got the uh, Dodgers and the Nationals and Seattle against the Yankees. Chris, what do you like? Yeah, I'm going to take a shot on the Nationals, plus one and a half. Um, I think this could be a, a tight game, you know. The, uh, the the Nationals four and one on the run line in uh, Williams' five road starts the season. You know, Bobby Miller, I get it, he's, you know, Highly touted prospect in the Dodgers system. I think he's going to be great. Um, I just don't know if I'm ready to lay minus 240 or chase a run line with him yet. Yeah, the Dodgers are a better lineup. But Washington also 19-5 and five on the run line on the road this season. Um, I'll take a shot with Washington plus the one and a half here. Right. Man, for me in this uh, Yankees in Seattle, I'm going to go with the under uh, in, in that one. I think Herman and uh, Miller uh, both have a good start and uh, go deep. Five six innings uh, there, and then they throw it to the bullpen, which uh, holds both teams down. I like the under. Uh, Herman six zero and one in his last seven on Mondays. Seattle five and zero in Miller's uh, last five on grass. Five and zero in his uh, last five starts to the under, and uh, twenty three ten and one last thirty four meetings in Seattle to that under. So uh, give me the under, Yankees Seattle. All right, brings us to the final. Game on the card, NBA. It is uh, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. The Heat looking to avoid uh, the first team to blow a three nothing lead and lose the series. Other teams have got three nothing lead to three to three. That's happened before, um, but no team has ever lost it. I think the Heat played Butler and uh, Bam played about as bad as they could last game, and uh, the Celtics. They shot about as bad as they could from three-point territory. So both teams a lot to improve on. And uh, there is no tomorrow. Chris, what do you think? I'm going to go back to the Heat plus the points. Um, 
not sure if they get the outright win here, but you know the, the oddsmakers have been you know overvaluing the uh, Celtics pretty much all, all series and giving me seven and a half points. At least that's what I saw it was at last um, in, a, in a game seven. You know when it was so tight last time out, I'm gonna I got to take the points again here. Sprinkle a little bit on the money line as well, but uh, still take the seven and a half points with the Heat in this one. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the under. I think we uh, definitely got a defensive battle uh, as we've seen in the last three games. The ball went they just keep going lower and lower and lower. Um, I, I think it's the uh, first 100 wins if we even get to 100 uh, in this game. So give me the under in this uh, game seven war that we got going on here. I like the under. I like the under first half too. It's at 104, so I like the under first half and full game. Sure, this is going to surprise some people. I'm going to take the heat on the money line and uh, look for any book that will help let me lay extended on it. Most of them don't let you go any further than the money line at this point. Um, the alternate spreads are um, a lot of them are in the other direction. Um, the most I see is the heat minus one. And, uh, Jumping all over that, plus two eighty three on this thing. So, heat money line minus one plus two eighty three. Almost too easy. Almost too easy. All right. It says Friday. Fix the title. Oh, it does say Friday. Thank you. Thank you. I'll fix it. Thanks. Thanks. Maybe I should take the day out of the title. That will fix everybody. It's like when I kept making mistakes in the uh, recap on um, on the videos. Just stop doing it. <laughs> it's like people are complaining. <laughs> typo the recap. You typo the recap. You know what? However, I just don't do it at all. That'll show them. All right. Anything you guys want to say for yourselves before we get to the parlays? No, I'm good. <laughs> I've said my piece. All right. Rod, bash on France a little more. before you... <laughs> Definitely could pass on France a little more. He's a France hater. I don't know. I don't hate him. It's just he's he's young and he, he, as you said, he has a high ceiling. So you got to get roughed up a little bit first before you uh, become the ace. So you got to take your lumps. As 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 a young guy, young pitcher, he's taking his lumps, and uh, you learn from those lumps, and and you'll improve and get better from them. So. In, in the future of JP France is bright, so uh, definitely uh, the future of making money with him is good. But right now, you got to fade him a little bit. I see London, I see pants, I see JP, JP France. <clears throat> All right, what's your parlay? I'm going to go with the Heat plus the points, the under in Vegas and Dallas, and the. Uh, Washington Nationals plus one and a half. 
And for me, I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Nationals plus the one and a half. I'm going to go with the uh, Pirates on the money line. And I'm going to go with the over in the uh, Royals and the Cardinals. Hardly those three. Cubs, Rays, over. Rangers, Tigers, over. Giants, Pirates, over. Parlayed up with the Miami Heat on the money line. This is Mitch. Thanks for joining us. Make it a winning day. Appreciate each and every one of you. See you guys tomorrow. And uh, maybe Rattle changes attitude. Love to uh, talk about. We'll be going over JP Francis entire stat line there. I think I'm gonna, I, I honestly think I'm going to put a little bet here on the A's. I mean, there's no reason not to. They're not going to lose every freaking game. I mean. All right, make it a winning day. We appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs>